Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? Thank you, Jay, and hello, everyone. We are honored to have each and every listener with us here on Are You Listening? You know, you make the choice of what you listen to and know we will do our best in discussing these things that our Father above, God Almighty, has brought forth. Through God, we have one who grants us peace and a message to encourage, the best message and the best hope. Would you love to learn more of that one? Let's do so in a moment, but first, I'd like to mention to you about our website at internationalgospelhour.com. We'd like for you to go take a look at our website, peruse our website, see the things that we have there. Feel free to leave us a message. Let us know where you hear our broadcast. Leave us a message. You can also request various study materials. You can request a Bible correspondence course. You know, we have a lot of students through the International Gospel Hour who study the Bible by mail, and we love to encourage good Bible study in between broadcasts. So we'd love to hear from you. So once again, go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Spend some time over there, and we hope it will be profitable to you. You are profitable to us, and we appreciate you. We don't want your money for anything. We're able to put the broadcast on the air, and we're able to do so without soliciting gifts from our listeners. So sit back, let's relax, but let's study the Word of God. In previous broadcasts, we've considered the beautiful text of Isaiah 53. From verses 1 and 2, we noted a message to lead from a Messiah to believe, as he is one who is eternal, timely, and simple. We now consider our third verse for our study today. From Isaiah 53 and verse 3. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Does not this passage sadden us, dear friends? Knowing this as a prophecy of Christ and all he has done for mankind, why would we upon this earth hide our faces and fail to esteem and recognize Christ? For there is none other in which we place our hope, as in the old hymn that goes all of the ground is sinking sand. Let's spend a few moments, and we're going to title this lesson today, The Wrong of Man. I want us to consider Isaiah 53 and verse 3, and I want us to look at how man can be wrong with rejecting Christ and resisting Christ. Let's now consider our text of Isaiah 53 and verse 3, and number 1, the wrong of rejection. We have noted that mankind despises, and it is mentioned twice in this book. He is despised and rejected of men, as the verse begins, and near the end he was despised. 
To be despised means that there is a vacant feeling, ceasing or destitute, or to avoid him, that mankind despises, which leads to that rejection, to where that we just will not look upon Jesus Christ. We will be vacant in our feelings, and we will cease them, we will avoid. When we look through the Scripture, have you ever thought about those that did despise, or if you will, which leads to rejection, those who rejected Christ? How touched we are that a disciple whom he had chosen, that being Judas, rejected Christ. Zechariah the prophet said in Zechariah 11 and verse 12, And I said unto them, If you think good, give me my price, and if not, forbear. So they weighed for my price thirty pieces of silver. And that was true. In Matthew 26, beginning with the verse 14, Then one of the twelve, called Judas Iscariot, went unto the chief priest, and said unto them, What will you give me, and I will deliver him unto you? And they covenanted with him for thirty pieces of silver, and from that time he sought opportunity to betray him. Matthew 26, 14-16 That saddens me. Does it not sadden you? of a disciple that would reject Christ. The enemies rejected Christ. Oh, yes, they did. In Psalm 22, verse 8, it was prophesied and said, He trusted on the Lord that He would deliver him. Let him deliver him, seeing He delighted in him. And then we listen to the words from Matthew 27, beginning with verse 39 through verse 43. And they that passed by reviled him, wagging their heads and saying, Thou that destroyest the temple and buildest it in three days, save thyself. If thou be the Son of God, come down from the cross. Likewise also the chief priests, mocking him with the scribes and elders, said, He saved others. He cannot save himself. If he be the king of Israel, let him now come down from the cross, and we will believe him. He trusted in God. Let him deliver him now. If he will have him, for he said, I am the Son of God. Well, it's easy to understand how the enemies would reject Christ. They were totally against him. But then we find a group called the faithful who rejected Christ. Now, faithful as in those that should know the law of Moses. After all, in Matthew 26 and verse 59, It says, Now the chief priests and elders and all the councils sought false witness against Jesus to put him to death. Matthew 26, verse 59. Well, the chief priests, elders, and all the council should have known their scripture and known the law that this is the Christ. But then we see later in verses 65 through 67 of Matthew 26, Then the high priest tore his clothes, saying, He has spoken blasphemy. What further need do we have of witnesses? Look, now you have heard his blasphemy. What do you think? They answered and said, He is deserving of death. Then they spat in his face and beat him. And others struck him with the palms of their hands, saying, Prophesy to us, Christ, who is the one that struck you? Oh, dear friends, The wrong choice of rejection. Obviously a wrong choice. It was a wrong choice for the disciple who would turn away. We see what happened to Judas, that he took his life. In 2 Peter 2, 20-22, we are warned what will happen 
when the Christian, the child of God, turns his back upon Christ and goes back into the world. How tragic. It is a wrong choice. It is rejecting Christ, the only one that can help you. And then we find where the enemies rejected Christ and the world itself is the enemy of Christ. We learn from James chapter 4 that we can't be a friend of the world and a friend of Christ. We cannot agree with the walk of the world and walk in both ways. John 12 verse 48 reminds us, He that rejects me and receives not my words hath one that will judge him. The word that I have spoken, the same will judge him in the last day. Dear friends, can you imagine a life that would make Christ vacant? A life that would cease Christ within it? A life that would make Christ destitute? And that one absolutely amazes me, folks. Jesus Christ is the only one who can grant us all things that pertain to life and godliness through God. 2 Peter 1.3 A life that avoids Christ? A life that would hide one's face? Dear friends, rejection of Christ is wrong. It's simply wrong. And dear friends, let me pause here. Maybe we have kindled a fire within you to say, I need to learn more about Christ. I need to do better for my life. Dear friends, we want to send you a free Bible correspondence course. Absolutely free. Why not take the time and study and grow to what you hope to attain? God will provide. You can write us at our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Click on the contact tab, leave us your name and address, and simply say, I'd like a Bible study. You can do the same thing by calling us toll-free at 1-855-444-6988. That's 1-855-IGH-6988. And again, leave us your name and address, and simply ask for the Bible correspondence course. And now, let's return to our study of Isaiah 53 and verse 2. And now we move from the wrong of rejection to the wrong of resistance. When we look in verse 3 of Isaiah 53, and if I said verse 2 a moment ago, my apologies, but verse 3, that we see that he was a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. That means that Jesus knows what we go through. I want to mention three texts, if you will, but I want to focus on a couple or rather one specific context, to note Hebrews 2, 15 through 18, Hebrews 4, 15 and 16, and Hebrews 5, 7 through 9. In Hebrews 2, verses 15 through 18, the Bible reminds us, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For indeed, he does not give aid to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Therefore, in all things... He had to be made like his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. That again is from Hebrews 2, 15-18. And as mentioned, Hebrews 4, 15-16, and Hebrews 5, 7-9. Because we read of Jesus who endured all things physically as we do. And sometimes we resist the very one who can help us. He will help us. And sometimes we resist him with our daily living. 
and we say that we cannot do something or will not do something, but God can and He will help us. Dear friends, let us not embrace the wrong of rejection or the wrong of resistance. We see that Jesus came into this life to help us. Hebrews 12, verse 3. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. Think of our Lord and all that he endured. He is the one with the answers. Don't reject him. Don't resist him. Let's continue our study together, shall we? I'm Jeff Archie, and until next time, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series, by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.